I was into it, man. I was like, that's cool. Yo, so I want to jump into episode two really smooth. Like, I want to talk about this episode. And listen, for everyone out there, we have not discussed what we're going to talk about. We just started shooting this shit, really. First off, we want to thank everyone for downloading, subscribing, liking. I mean, when I saw the numbers, I thought it was just going to be my friends. So I anticipated like six downloads. It skyrocketed, man. Yeah, we skyrocketed up and uh, we're really happy. There's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of moves to be made and moves that we're making and we're just really excited about it. It's just so many there's so many things happening right now at Liquor Lab. Big, small, little, influential. I mean, it's all over the place. But I wanna kick it off and I wanna talk about a, a success story really. Abraham does not know about this because I didn't know because it happened recently. So I have no clue what we're gonna talk about right now so yeah you should be so there was a (laughs) there was a team member of mine or someone that reported to me wow she was probably aside from our paid clients she she's one of the originals of course i've mentored and supported people and my team members, people directly reported to me and just other colleagues just with advice and things like that. She was someone who directly reported to me and was doing, she was taking over a business that I created the process, procedures, the tools to check. I'm not going to mention what they are, but because then it will give it away and I don't want to like put anyone on blast. But I created the whole process and then I created the whole procedure and how to grab data and just verify requests for payment, so to speak. And I taught her over the course of three months. She she had to take over the business because somebody had left in this role prior. And she was always, I guess, scared and tentative and always afraid to make a mistake. And, you know, she has, she was at the company, at, at this company um, for, I believe, about 25 to 30 years. She was at wow, this company. Wow. That's a long time. It's a long time. It's one a lifetime. One, yeah. Yeah. So uh, fast forward, you know, she, one of the best emails I sent her ever was when she answered something on her own after I'd been training her for a long time. And I responded to the email just to her, see me. And she came over all scared because, you know, during the learning process, you know, I am, I am tough and tough in my own way. I've been in her, in her, in her shoes and I know exactly what the feeling is. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm tough. And uh, she comes over to the desk all like, you know, she comes over to my office, she comes over to my desk. It's like, you told me to come in. I said, great fucking job. And she's like, (laughs) what do you mean? She's, I'm like, great fucking, you did it. You did it. You got the answer. You supplied it. You were thorough. You didn't leave anything to be questioned. And if they do have a question, it's outside of the original ask, which everybody's, everybody always needs. It was outside of the original, you know, when you ask that additional question, it's outside of the original ask because you want to be thorough date. Even if they don't ask for it, you just want to go, ba, 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 ba. Get it all down. I did. She did that. And I called her over. And that moment just built her confidence up so much because the whole process that I preach is that she, or in general, that you have so much time to learn a process. You have so much time to ask as many questions as you can. But there comes a time where you need to turn it over into you're on your own. You're done with that learning period. That period could be two weeks. It could be six months. I know some people saying you won't pick up this business for three, four months. 
months, which is the truth in some cases. So the fact that moment was really great for her. So fast forward, due to COVID, the business that we were in, they started laying off people, even the longtime employees there. And we have had conversations. We had these long conversations about, first of all, what she was making. She was making on or close, and this is going to blow everybody's mind. And she let me making, ask you a question real quick. Is ahead, she still ahead. at is she still at the well, original I'm company? Into that. I'm getting okay. into that, man. Okay. So as uh COVID hit, they they gave people part-time, they furloughed. Well, she was working part-time, just doing her usual work. So we started talking on a regular basis, sort of like you and you and I do, Abraham. We we started talking on a regular basis, and I come to find out that over the course of these 20 something years, she has barely received any increase in pay. Wow. Yeah. In yeah. 20 years, 25 in 20 years? 20 years. Barely received an increase in pay. So you know me. I was like, you have to value yourself. You've been at this company for over 20 five years. Let's just call it 22 years because I know it's probably 25. I'm not hundred percent. I know it's over 20. Not but sure it's over 25. Still, man. So we'll say 22 years and change. It's been there 22 years. She barely had a pay increase. She's been loyal to this company through thick and thin ups and downs. Ridiculous. Not even given a supervisor position. And I was just constantly telling her, value yourself. How could you value yourself if no one else is going to value you? How could you, how could you not not here. Here's the thing I'm trying to get at. How could you not value yourself? If you don't value yourself, no one's going to value you. If you don't say, I don't, I deserve X, Y, and Z. I've been here for 20 years. I deserve a bigger increase than uh, 1.5%, which isn't even a standard course of living now. Disclaimer, I'm not claiming that she got that, but think about it. 20 years and you're barely above the salary you started at. And think this about is it, when in I'm 20 years, look at the inflation rate, bro. right? That's insane. Insane. So I was, I kept telling her, you have to value yourself. No one is going to value you unless you put a value on yourself. You have been at this company 22 plus years. You need to communicate to people that you're worth more than what you're making. And when you go out into the world and look for a job, you have to put a value on that as well. You have to say, I, if someone says, oh, what type of salary are you looking for? And she would tell me, well, you know, I go, I go, no, no, I, I don't know anything. You're going to say that you want $75,000 a year. That's what you're going to say. You want 60,000 a year. You want that. You want at least 25 to 30,000 more than you're making. You need to value yourself because they didn't give you your fair market value. You know, they didn't give it to you. So you have to go out and get it. And if some and if someone's not willing to pay you that fair market value, trust me, you're going to find someone who will because some another company is going to come along and tell you that you were so goddamn loyal for 22 years as I'm saying, I believe it's more. 22 years. I don't care if you don't have all the skills. People want that type of loyalty because I'll tell you, around five, six years ago, there was a there was a um, a paradigm shift in the way people hired. Okay, even probably longer than that. It went from, oh my God, Ryan, your resume it jumps all over the place. 
you know, you've been here, you've been there. And I'm telling you, that was the beginning. That was a, that was like 10 years ago. Now, five, six years ago, people are expected to jump and find the next big opportunity. But if you have someone with a resume who has been at the same company for 22 years, I go, that's going to speak volumes. So I told her, I said, value yourself, know your price, know, know what you value yourself at. Yes, you might have to take less, but if you start high, what, what's the worst they could say? No, they really want you, they're going to give you some. So moving, moving in that direction, I would tell her, you have to, I swear to you, I'm not even kidding. There were conversations we had. She, she ended up crying. Wow. <laughs> She'd be crying on the phone because I'd be telling her, yeah, tell me about it. I, I, I'd be telling her, you have the skill, believe in yourself, believe you are worth even more than what you're asking and it will find you. But I'll tell you this, you are going to have to, when the time comes and you really are committed to leaving or you're committed to finding a job, you're going to have to make finding a job a job. You're not, if you want to find that right job, you're going to have to grind for that job. You're going to have to put in the work, do the interviews, have the interviews that you rock. And then they say, oh, well, we're only going to offer you what you were making at the other place. And you say, okay, thank, thank you, but no, thank you. And all that other stuff. So, so fast forward, getting back to your question. Yeah. Well, she was finally let go of her job. And you want to hear this? You want to hear the fucking icing on the cake here? <laughs> okay. Okay. Not only did she not get any significant pay increase in over 22 years. She was also they, let go. They No, no. See, you're jumping here. Okay. No. Yeah, she was all, I said she was let go. I mean, okay, it's like, give no, no. <laughs> the answer to the test here. No, she was let go without a penny of severance. Oh my God. 20? That's heartbreaking. Two years of service, right? And not a fucking penny of severance. Now, ruthless, I spoke man. to her. She was very upset because this, this woman is loyal. This woman tells me, I, I pray for you, Ryan. I'm praying. She's a woman. She's a very, she's a woman of faith. And, you know, I'm not a religious guy. I don't know if you are. We never talk about that stuff. You do what you do. I do what I do. We don't care. We yeah. love each other regardless. You could vote here. I could vote there. It's all love at the end of the day. Love, exactly. Love. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I love, I love you no matter what. And this woman is a woman of faith and she'd be crying. I'm praying for you. I'm praying. God's going to show me the way. God's going to show me the way. And sure enough, as soon as she got laid off and had this terrible news, listen, I don't don't know what would cause someone to be discouraged and kind of pause in their tracks and be like, "What am I doing with my life?" I just gave twenty. I've watched the who are, I watched the people who are now the owners, the people who are now the owners of the company, and the, the 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 people who were there twenty years ago have kind of stepped aside. They're still involved, but they're not like there every day. You know? Yeah. They've watched these people grow up as babies. They, they've oh, yeah, stood true, them. Yeah. Through ups and downs and downs and ups, no severance, no raise, part-time, get it, COVID, business affected. But when they started bringing people back, they started outsourcing, they let her go. But I'll tell you this, this, this woman dedicated her life dedicated two, three hours a day. She's like, Ryan, you told me that I was going to have to, I was going to have to treat this like a job. And I know you're very hard on me. And I really took that advice and I, I did it. I did it. And you know what? She got a job already. She got a job. And not only did she get what, she also put out a number that was significantly more than what she was making because she valued herself. It took the part, you don't just wake up in the morning and value yourself. You don't just open your eyes and say, hey, 
you know what? I was, uh, you know, pushed around for 22 years and, you know, all of a sudden today is the day. No, it's a process. So it took this adverse thing where she really felt slighted, but she believed in the process and believed in a whole lot of other things too. And she put a value on herself. She started Monday, this past Monday, and they said to her, it came down to two people, okay? Out of 100 or 200, let's say 200 people, came down to two people. One had experience with the system and and this person didn't. And they said, you know what? Your loyalty, no one could ever have. Wow. And I told her flat out two months before when she was really upset, we would talk every now and then, told her, I said, some employer is going to value your loyalty more than you could imagine. Not only did she get the job, but the owners or the boss or the leadership of the company said, this is going to be your next supervisor. Teach her everything you know. And then once she's in that position, ready, she's going to get the money she asked for. That is, you gave me chills with that story. (laughs) I I just, it's unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. The The thing that gives me chills is when I told her, I said, I said to her flat out, I was in my car. We were talking, I was stuck in traffic on the West side on Broadway in like the one, I don't know, I believe is it one, I think it was in one thirties. And I and I remember telling her because I was in traffic, I said, somebody is gonna value you. Somebody is gonna value your loyalty, your skills, and your hard work. Just because these people don't does not mean you're not worth what I'm telling you. I'm telling you you're worth. I'm telling you, these are what I talk when I talk about intangibles, right? I talk about the things that you just can't teach. You know, when you're doing 22 years, you come you you come out of that. There's one thing on your resume, dude. <laughs> There's one thing on your resume. You're not the CEO of Wingstop. You're not like you don't have some special. Like uh, you know, tops at the Hilton. Exactly, you're not with a top secret clearance for like (laughs) military exercises, which Abraham has. Um, but yeah, so this story was unbelievable, and the fact that it was just her accepting the the reality of the situation, accepting that she was mistreated and not compensated by by her former employer, she accepted the reality of these things, and then she. Like I keep saying, put this value on her, on her intangibles and her work skills. Now she's still nervous and stuff like she always is, but she'll, she will be fine. And I just, it's so, it speaks to everything that this liquor lab program and empowerment and everything we do is to really just guide, you have it in you. Right, we actually had this conversation last night, like about valuing. Yes, yes, we literally had that conversation last night, and it was that's not even an accident. That's not even an that. That's right. That's right. You have to value yourself because if you're in a position where you don't have to take the first thing offered to you, or you're in a position where you just know you feel it, that you're worth more, you cannot just jump to jump. You can't just jump because someone put something flashy in front of you. Yeah. And you, 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 you just can't do that. Yes. Valuing yourself is so important and and just they call it um you know first in first out like you can't just 
you, you, just because someone's first in, you know, like all these like these inventory concepts, you, just because someone's first in doesn't mean anything. They could be first in and last out. You know what I'm saying? So just really the whole liquor lab process and this actually knowing that you have all the answers inside of you and it's you accepting reality, knowing the process, putting a value on yourself and being realistic. I, I mean, I could jump into another story. I had an interview this week and um, it's really, it's 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 kind of difficult when, when you interview or have a meeting. There's so many, there's so many different variables that, you, you, that are like presented to you. You know, some, some conversations I have are good flows, kind of like this podcast. They're good flows there's a good back and forth, even though Abraham lets me run on for a lot. You know, it's it's always a good back and forth and you're like, damn, I nailed it. But there's always that, there's always that conversation where you leave yourself. And that's what happened to me is I left myself like, okay. But you know, no conversation. If, if someone is going to judge you on one conversation and you don't make that effort to clarify, I, I actually showed you Abraham, what I wrote. I remember, and, yeah. And not to go into huge details, but I took the opportunity because there was a question presented to me, and this is um, this is good for interviews and interviewing things, is when you're in an interview and you get asked questions, you're if you've done some prep, you either have the answer in some sort of note form or you've just done it so many times. The one thing I'll stress is even if it's part of the solution is something you do on a daily and not just... Just because you might see a spike here or there or, or, or some like abnormal fluctuation in either conversion or an uptick in spend. Even though it's something you do on the regular, you need to voice that. And that's what happened to me. But in these in these situations, I took the opportunity in the follow-up to actually I Yeah, I took the opportunity in the follow-up to go into um the question that was asked, how I answered, and then what I left out and why I left it out. And it was just what I'm saying. It was something I am always abreast to. It's something that I'm always watching and that's market conditions. And And I'm always watching. I'm always getting feedback on the ground from the people doing um because the business that's in is that someone has to close it for me. It's not just a straight up conversion where someone does it online. I generate the leads and then someone closes for me. So I took the opportunity outside of the interview to follow up with a note saying, hey, you asked this question and this is the way- That you would like I, follow through. Yeah, I, I just said, okay, yeah, I mentioned the vitals of the account because I'm always the 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 economics and the under the undercurrents of the entire business are always something I'm watching. So I guess the, the point of that is whenever you're in an interview and you feel that you haven't delivered a complete answer and you're like, Oh man, I missed out on that, write it in the thank you note and know I've that never, if they're I've never thought about that actually. It's it's pretty it's pretty common when people want to just touch on something. I just I I think I've been um I've been doing that lately because everyone's always limited for time. Oh, we have thirty minutes. Yeah, and, and then these then are Zoom calls too, so it's like yeah. It's and then if you don't know if you're gonna be and, yeah, yeah, you don't know if you're gonna be audio only. The previous call was audio only. Then I'm on a Zoom the, with the video, and it's all into the ball game. Yeah. So so it's just did you, um. Did you have ahead, your professional? Did you have your professional mic set up for the for the bass I audio? Did. Did they comment? The, the dude commented on it. He was <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Um, I go, man, it's all about the sound quality. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Uh, that's you okay. know what you, you make a good point there. You make a good point. Like things like that ultimately start off the interview on a great note because you're just it breaks the ice. It does it does it really it's breaks really the ice? It's like so, oh, you have a audio. I didn't, and then you can get off into a tangent, and everybody feels a little more welcomed and easygoing. Yeah, yeah. So those are my two. Those are my two. I guess that's my two stories for the for the week right now. So definitely yeah. the just the. The users, I guess that this user story, user journey, friend journey, I consider this person a big friend. And then, you know, this one, everybody always feels this way. I mean, I feel this way when, I, I mean, I could tell you so many things about interviews. Like I was, a headhunter tells me, oh, or a recruiter, they're not called headhunters anymore. A recruiter tells me, this job is for Facebook ads. <laughs> it is only Facebook ads, Facebook ads, 24 hours a day, bids, budgets, audiences, copy, video, content, whatever it is, Facebook ads, 24 hours. Just picture Facebook ads flashing like no vacancy, but it says Facebook ads, 24 hours, okay? 24-7. Exactly. I get on the call. I, I'm, I'm talking to this guy. Yeah, I got a case study done. I got this done. I'm talking like, yeah, man, Facebook. I breathe it. I live it. You cut me open. There's I like Facebook faith. Fs. <laughs> there's Facebook Fs like popping out of my skin, right? He goes, oh, all right. Well, what other, uh, <laughs> what other, oh, ad, like, what other advertising have you done? This position isn't only for Facebook. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> like, I'm like, what? And then he goes, well, we only have about five, I think it was eight minutes left. And he said, five minutes, I want to leave for questions. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, but again, if you're not learning from these experiences, Abraham, see, then the, the thing I do is now I do this. On the interview I had, not this last one where uh, the guy asked me about the mic and stuff, and then I followed yeah. up, but I had one where it started off, hey, uh, do you want me to, uh, do you want to start off about your experience or do you want me to tell you about the position? I go, listen, why don't you tell me about the position? And yeah. tells me about the position. And this is another great example of an icebreaker. Tells me about the position. I go, oh, thank God, because that's exactly what the supervisor, the the other person, because I had three okay. conferences. I go, oh, thank God. That's exactly what the other person said. I go, you don't know how many times I've been <laughs> on a call. And it just breaks the ice because it's, you just humanize yeah. everyone. We're not robots. Everybody understands. And she was like, I believe me, I'm not surprised. I go, it's, it's amazing how the, no one's on the same pays these days and it seems like you mm -hmm. could talk a little more often because usually you're like oh i didn't see them they're not in the office okay that's that's a great story about the facebook one i really like that so when you interviewed with that one position you were telling me about with the follow-up where it was kind of awkward was it awkward because you guys couldn't get into the flow or was it the interviewer um because since i'm applying right now or about to start applying to get into new york city how what do you kind of break like a, is, is New York City like a fraternity or what? To That's get into spot, New York City? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an exclusive fraternity. I don't know about that. Not anymore, but I know you want to be there real bad. So all of these calls are on Zoom. And since I'm long distance, Ryan, I'm not going to have in-person interviews. Doesn't matter. What do you mean? Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore in-person interviews. As long as they see you on Zoom, everybody's remote. If you're working for, I guess, if you get into a place where they're 
optioning you back. You have so, the option to come back. You can, you might have to do it in person. And it depends on the position. I mean, right now, I believe like the Amazon process is all Zoom. They don't have you in person. So the one that I did recently, we talked about it yesterday. You had to actually record yourself and then send it over. And then I was like going through the process and I felt like I couldn't be the best me just because it feels so like. Who did you record yourself and send it over? That that one company I was telling you about yesterday. Oh, you had to. So like, they didn't answer even questions. Yeah, they they didn't even like like talk to me in person or on Zoom call. They just wanted me to answer this set list of questions, send it over, and it felt so like awkward. And I was like, I, I couldn't like present a real Abraham to this company. Well, I think I think what you do is you try too hard. You try to be like Mister. You try to be like Goggins, whatever that fucking yeah. guy's name is. <laughs> you try to. Be- I'm Mr. Pro Podcaster. I'm just like, dude, this is just me and we're recording. You're like, so tell me about the chime. It's tough though. It's tough though because you know that there's an audience li- listening and you kind of want to like steer it and have that professional vibe. But like we yeah, talked dude, before. Dude, professional vibe. You haven't done a thousand podcasts. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah, just, you just, yeah. just chill, man. Yeah. yeah, just chill. Yeah, you know, I've applied I've applied to jobs like that and some of them I just skip over. I don't want you got to you I want to talk to people. I'm sorry, this is so old school to me, but there are a lot of jobs that I apply to that I'm just like, I ain't fucking doing all this shit. <laughs> Yeah. And then I'm not, I'm not I'm not like balancing the books for some fake company and then <laughs> answering questions, then doing like the shuttle run, fifty push ups, fifty pull ups. Yeah. Like some of this stuff is I'm senior enough. I'm not saying you're cocky. Listen, if Nike called me or Apple called me and they wanted me to do like uh, recorded stuff, of course I'm going to do that. But I, I just feel that sometimes I'm just not. Let's let's have a conversation. I guarantee when we talk and we're able to talk as people, you're going to like me. I'm going to do the job. The job's secondary to me because I could build relationships wherever I go and get the job done. I've always been, I've been involved in so many things that are not even in my job description because I just get the job done. I get it done. And you know what I always say? If I'm not, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to learn to do it. I'm going to find someone who's the best to do it. So these questions where they're like, hey, uh, tell us why you want to work for the company. I mean, come How do you even answer that? Dude, dude, dude. Sometimes you're like, "Uh, I need a job. No, they're like, but some tell of the us companies you chose to work at this company rather than anybody else. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. They so had just, an application. Yeah, exactly. Some of the companies, though, you're going to have an answer for that. Some of them, you're not. I mean, do they want you to answer honestly? I don't know. Some of these things are, are psychological questions. Like they rather oh, you yeah, answer. Mind games. Oh, I, 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 sure. I always, the, the, the people tell, they, they, they say, um, they say, they say, Tell us something unique about yourself. And I'm like, I started to have fun with it. I was, I, I say, um, <laughs> when I was a little boy, I wanted to become a professional break dancer, which is a f- true story. This is um, a true fact. I know about this. Fact. I want to become a professional break dancer and a professional DJ and do clubs and make beats and stuff. And I'm telling you, I put that, I said, I put that in and then, the, and then I always put the, um, quote by James Brown that says most of the world's problems can be solved by That's dancing. That's in your cover letter, man. Oh, man. Because at this point, you just got to have fun with it. 
It's not that if they serious. Don't, if they don't, it's not that serious. If they don't hire me, if they don't hire me or talk to me because I put that quote in, somebody's <laughs> going to like it. And it's just, it just goes to show like you value yourself. There's people who told me and I, I, I when someone gives me good advice, I pass it along. So, you know, if you want the job you're going to get and the job you're going to find, you're going to have to work hard to find it. And somebody's going to like everything, going to like your entire pack. And another thing, you're not worth, the, you're only worth as much as you ask for. You know, just like I got a Yeah, exactly. I could tell you a personal thing. I, I got an offer from another company. It was significantly, it was life-changing. I went to my company. I said, this is what they offered me. I'm going to leave in two weeks or, you know, what, oh, what wow. can we do? And they matched yeah. it. Changed my life. It's tough with these new age stuff, new age like questions and, you know, yeah, there's so, no... The, so a lot of people say were, there's no right answer, but you know. So when you got that other offer, were you actively like looking out for a different position or did it no, just happen no, to fall no. in your lap? They reached out to me. See, I say LinkedIn is compromised right now because back when this happened about two years ago, LinkedIn was still like people connecting, looking for, now it's just oversaturated. And don't get me wrong. I've got calls for jobs. I've supplied on there and I've gone far and done things. But it's not the same as it used to be where, where there were recruiters like really searching for you. And I was found by a recruiter and yeah, I, I chose to stay at my job because I chose the intangibles such as relationships with ownership and things like that. And loyalty, right? You've been working loyalty there for a to long the company, time. And, yeah. They, yeah, I mean, that's that's important. At the end of the day, I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I mean, that there was a lot of other factors too that happened that I'm not going to get into that led right. to my decision to not yeah, take that's this risk. Personal. Those are personal. They were very personal. I'm not going to get into those, but it was a shock. And I was like, it's not a good time to take this risk. And um, yes, oh, go ahead. Something you talked about earlier, and I've actually noticed the same thing. So you were talking about how like it's really old school for people to work 20 plus years at a company and call that home and how today it's people like jump around to company to company to company or better offer and better offer. At what point do you have to start valuing loyalty these days, right? When does that like culture shift? I don't know, man. I think um, you you didn't leave your old company and it was there was a little bit of like, your relationship with management and a certain degree of loyalty relationship with ownership i mean right. i yeah. have so a great relationship with that, ownership. at what point does that loyalty kind of be like you know what this position is way too good not to say yes to well i think it's unique for everyone i i don't think i stayed just for loyalty it was part of it but i think honestly my personal reason was more than anything because it was just a shock but it's a whole package there's intangibles you have to start over what if uh, my dad had this situation what if you get a brand new job you you left you didn't have to leave and you don't get along with someone and that someone's been there for and that person has the loyalty and they say you know what abraham we love you but this person just isn't seeing it the way you see it and i think there's a conflict of interest here and we're gonna have okay. to you know back this other person yeah. it's happened to my dad he didn't yeah. get along with someone at a job that he let he left this job he was unemployed for six or seven years after that and then as like a professional you definitely have to play that politics game consistently i don't know man no you you're absolutely wrong you try to stay away from the politics when you get in you got to do everything you can to stay away from the politics Just i've fallen keep your into head it. down and get into work i don't know if it's keep your head down that's see you always do this you always jump <laughs> it's either black it's or not white for about, me. <laughs> yeah it's not about keeping your head down it's always keeping your head up actually and okay. and seeing what's going on and trying your very best not when you know joey two times comes over to you 
you'll believe the job Barbara's doing over in accounting. I can't stand her. <laughs> and you just be like, and you you should just be like, oh, okay, and then just go on a different topic. Well, yeah, you just got to steer clear of those of those comments, you know, and that's what you got to do. You just got to steer steer yourself clear. Yeah. So, getting back to this whole application about applying and all that, it's tough. If you're really motivated to get a job with a specific employer, I go through, you know, talk to the computer, submit everything, do what you need to do. But there are some companies that just the latest thing on Indeed that drives me crazy. Are these assessment tests? Oh, they have those on LinkedIn too. The skills badge. They're like, no, no, oh, no. Take- no, no, no. It's, you're it's, looking, different- it's two different things. Okay. The position on Indeed, they're more inclined to give you a required skills test. Wow. LinkedIn doesn't have it too much, but sometimes. But I was telling someone, I'm like, listen, the last time, uh, the last time I did one of these, Joey and Susie are racing. Susie finishes before Joey. Uh, Ted and Al are racing. Susie finishes before Al. Ted beat Susie. You know, it's like who came yes, in I'm first? Like I'm like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta go touch on my. GMAT prep days and I'm just not ready for that right now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it's, like, is this really the right question to ask me for this? I know it's, I know it's critical thinking. I know it's critical thinking, but some of these send me some, some other things other than these GMAT questions, because I mean, really the last time I saw them was on the GMAT. I get the critical thinking, but getting back indeed is really all over these assessment tests. And I'm just like, I'm having none of it, man. I'm like, oh God, if it's like for a great company, but I can't stress enough my whole opinion on applying these days and getting back and tying everything up. Um, My whole opinion on this is go direct to the company. If you're going to apply for a job, go direct to the company because I feel you're going to get noticed more. You're going to, your your candidacy will, will be noticed more. I just don't like being in that pit of LinkedIn anymore. Like I said, tying it back to that offer I got. I was on LinkedIn. Someone reached out to me and we did the process. It took a little bit of time and I got an offer from it. But it was someone reaching out to me because I I, I just wasn't in the market for a job. And that um, was rather than you reaching out to these companies and being in that huge no, I was pool. not. I was not in the market. Abraham, I was not in the market for a job. I was not I was not going after a job like it was a job. Okay. Somebody reached out to me, a, a recruiter, very, uh, it was from Corn Ferry. They're a very renowned, known um, recruiting firm. Okay. They reached out to me, did the process, took a little bit of time. There was a lot of travel. The, the owners were traveling and long story short, I got, I got an offer, but that wasn't, I wasn't looking at all. So if you're going to get out there and look, I would suggest you look on LinkedIn, but I'm not saying it should be your only place to go. I used to, the easiest thing on LinkedIn is if they accept your resume on LinkedIn, it's so easy. That's the thing about LinkedIn. If they say, oh, apply through LinkedIn, you're like, fuck yeah, this is going to be, I could bang out 25 applications in like 10 (laughs) minutes. Yeah. You know, but if you go direct to the employer's site, it's a little better, I believe. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much my advice there. You know, to wrap everything up in this episode. And it's just been a really just a, a fun talk. And we needed that because there's so much going on. Like I said, we keep saying it. We have such um, a busy week today. We had a such busy a busy week. week. It was hard for us um, to get on on the podcast. It was, this week. it was. I'm just like, fuck it, we're doing it. Let's go live. Let's just so 
Yeah, to wrap everything up, you know, interviewing, valuing yourself, and and it doesn't happen overnight, but there are successes out there. If you believe in the process, now what Liquor Lab is all about. We're here to for you have what you need inside of you. We're gonna bring it out. Yeah, and then just uh, the interview process. If you if you finish the interview and you don't feel you've touched on everything you should have, always utilize that follow up email. There's so many ways to present it and save. Yeah your thank you, save your follow-up so then you could create a new follow-up and a new thing so you're not saying the same thing all the time, but always make sure that you get your point in that follow-up email. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. It's fine. At least you say, okay, I didn't mention this because to me, it's not part of that because I'm, I know the other stuff. And then, um, and then just applying in general is great questions, Abraham. I, I mean, I love it, man. This is a great podcast. I hope that everyone feels the same way. Yeah, that, and was if a, do, that was a fun podcast. If you do like the podcast, like it, subscribe it, rate it. We're we're really working hard to get you some valuable content that you guys can relate to and hear. And um, do feel free to contact us at info at liquorlab.com. If you want to hear any uh, topic or want us to discuss anything that you've experienced or you just uh, have feedback for us, um, Again, just anything, drop us a line. Uh, if you're interested in career coaching and uh, consulting, you could go to liquorlab.com and click on the career consulting uh, tab. And if you have any anything else, you know, drop us a line, hit us up on any of the socials. We're ready, willing, and able. Again, we're blown away by the response we've got. We love it. We're excited about it. And we're doing our very best to get you some compelling content and stuff that you could just listen to without without having to be like, oh man, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody, uh, if, if you guys want to DM us, we're on Instagram and Twitter. Just send us a quick question and I know that we're definitely going to reach back out. I be- Details to come, I will be a guest speaker at what university? Uh, university of New Mexico, and we're That's setting right. up things for other universities in the country. Yep, but we're almost a hundred percent confirmed at the University of New Mexico. I can't <laughs> wait! I can't wait for it. Uh, it's going to be great. We're very excited, and we'll speak to you next week. Thanks, Abraham. Thanks, Ryan.